Hello, welcome to the first podcast of Tyler and Friends. I am currently on a break. Yeah, I decided to just record something while I was on break since I don't really have any other time to do anything. But, uh, so I went through, saw some topics I wanted to talk about. It's just me today, unfortunately, so... You have to listen to my voice, and you might love it. You might hate it. Sorry. It is what it is. Um, The first thing I wanted to talk about since I've been gone for about a month was uh, just like the NBA playoffs. Like, like when you watched it, it was sad. Like, I last year, I remember, like, being pressed to watch, like, the Warriors play against the Trailblazers. Like, I was pressed to watch, like, every series. Every series was entertaining to me. Like, you didn't have these sweeps and sweeps and sweeps. Granted, the Warriors didn't have Kevin Durant, but, I mean, it was just something that I enjoyed. Like, I really liked watching the playoffs last year. I watched, I loved watching Dame go for 40 or something like that. I liked Steph going for, like, what was it? Like fifty, he went for he was like, he was crazy in that series. He scored like seventeen points in the fourth quarter in overtime on like a bum knee. But either way, like stuff like that, you know, you don't get those performances anymore because the score game's over by mid third quarter. And now they're just, you just see him sitting on the bench, and I don't know. I mean, everybody's blaming KD, but I'm, I don't blame LeBron. But I'm just gonna say it, it kind of is LeBron's fault. Like, he beat the Warriors. So I guess you can say it's the ref's fault for kicking Draymond Green out in Game 5. Because it wasn't like they they assessed the foul in the beginning. What happened was they reviewed it, and then they were like, oh, we got to give you a foul. Which makes no sense. Like, why would you go back to review it and then give a foul, knowing that foul is going to jeopardize the series? But I know they're like, oh, we have to hold true to our roots. It's just fair, so. But that game five changed the whole dynamic of the NBA. The Cavs won. If the Warriors won that series, they wouldn't have got KD. KD wouldn't have gone to the championship team, nor would the championship team drove to the Hamptons to try to recruit him. That's just my opinion. That's how I feel about it. NBA playoffs this year were horrible, and we need to do something. Um, these super teams, they'll, they'll help, I guess. We'll have exciting conference finals, but the playoffs, in my opinion, will still be like uh, people getting swept or four or five game series, and it won't be it won't be that enjoyable to watch, in my opinion. But that's just me. And then the next thing I wanted to talk about was the NBA award show. Eh, I didn't watch it. Can't really tell you nothing about it. I mean, if you didn't watch it, what do you expect? So, I just didn't feel the need to watch an award show. I liked I liked getting the alerts on my phone, and I liked them and them uh, celebrating in front of their fans. I liked that the most, but anything to make money is what the NBA is going to do. And apparently, they did something for Bill Russell, and I, I heard about it. I haven't seen it, but everything I've heard about it was very heartwarming and I might have to watch that clip alone, but everything else I have no desire to watch. But I do want to see that Bill Russell clip. And next thing, haha, <laughs> free agency. So today is the 27th, I believe, of June 2017. 
And today I got the news that Chris Paul will be joining the Rockets. So, <laughs> I didn't have him in my top five free agents anyway. Because I feel like everybody knew, like you had an idea where he was going to go. But like, ugh, like you knew he was going to leave. In my opinion, I, thought, I knew he was going to leave. Because the money he was leaving was a lot. And what people don't know is that he's the Players Association president, right? So he fought for the rights for a player to get that super max. Like if they made an all-NBA team, a team can offer you up to $205 million over five years compared to another team offering you, I think it's like 150 We'll say 150 over four years. So you get an extra year plus you get an extra like 30 plus million so basically it it adds up for chris paul would have been about 40 million dollars or something like that but the thing about it was there's no state tax in the state of texas so he wouldn't have to shell out as much money as everybody thought so he's taking a little less but with the state tax that he would have gotten in california it's not as bad it's like it's not as big as 40 million still a lot of money he's leaving on the table <laughs> i wish i can break <laughs> wish i can make or oh, wish i had the i can't even say it right i wish i had the problem of leaving 20 million on the table you know like oh man i don't want to work here it's, i know it's 20 million dollars extra but that's just me um with the rockets i'm happy for him happy hopefully he can make a conference finals and make it interesting i just always rooted for chris paul like I just really liked, obviously, he's kind of dirty. Like, in that, when he was at Wake Forest, I think it is, he, like, he uh, hit somebody in the private parts. It was Sheldon Williams, I believe. He hit him coming around the screen. He just hit him in, he just hit him in the private parts. Like, <laughs> he's kind of a dirty player, a little scrappy, but I've always liked him as a player, and I want to see him do good. I think he's, like, 32. So, him signing that deal... And going, well, I think it's five years because he opted into his, he opted into the contract with the Clippers, and then he, oh excuse me, then he got a trade, so he probably getting five years max money, or he's taking a little bit less. We're not sure yet, but either way, Houston's gonna be stuck with a contract when, in about two three years, he's gonna be about 34, 35 years old. And you're paying a guy 30 plus million dollars to be 34 years old. And nobody really wants that. And that's what's going to suck really, 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 really bad. And nobody's looking forward to that. But hopefully in the next two years they can do something and knock the Warriors off in the West. Really want to see him go to the Spurs though. But that's time for another day. Um, I really can't do predictions because the free agency is not over yet. I was, I was thinking about doing predictions. Thought about doing football predictions. Thought about doing just predictions. I guess baseball too. But I mean, that's the most unpredictable sport in my opinion. Team can be red hot and then like <laughs> some wild card team comes in and wins a series in five games. And you're just like, oh, I just we just won 70% of our 162 games. And we lost in a series that took less than a week. And now we're going home. So can't do anything for baseball. So unpredictable, you never know. Other sports is you have a chance. Other sports you have a chance to like guess what's going on. Baseball, I can't even do anything about that. Um, what I wanted to talk about 
was uh, the top five free agent predictions. So this is like a list I saw on Bleacher Report. And I, I put a little tweak to it. The top four are like basically guys who are you're talking about. But you don't know where they're going yet exactly. You have an idea, but you don't know, no. And then the fifth one, I guess it's a little shocking when it like comes out of your mouth. Like, oh, that's a that's a top five free agent? Like, yeah, he is pretty good. Can't lie. Um, so the first one that comes up off the board. Oh, yeah, and before I go, the list had like KD, Steph, and all them. But you knew they were going to opt out and resign. So that doesn't count in my opinion. They don't count as free agents. And Paul George isn't kind of free agent either, guys. He has one more year on his contract. So stop asking me. Um, first one's Gordon Hayward. Uh, <laughs> Duke and Ball, like, I had a st- I was younger, of course, but I had a stereotype that, like, yo, these white boys can't ball. And I used to think that, and it was sad. I'm not going to lie to you. I have a lot of white friends. Hey, don't you? Hey, <laughs> a lot of racist people say that. Oh, I have black friends. Well, I'm saying I have a lot of white friends, so I guess I'm racist too, even though I'm not. But I didn't think he can play basketball. You know, you when you've been seeing all these Hall of Famers and All Stars, you see majority black. So when you're, if you grow up watching that, you see a white guy come out. You're like, well, he can't play. Dude can ball like. Dude made the NBA All-Star team this year. Didn't make All-NBA, but he did make the All-Star team. Like, dude can ball. And (laughs) I think that he will go to the Celtics to join up with his former coach in college. I really like, like Gordon Haywood a lot. Not just because he majored in computer engineering either. Um, The guy, he's a... He's an average defender. He can defend when he needs to, in my opinion. I feel like he will defend in Boston, where everybody's like, do your job motto, you know. But uh, he'll do his job. He's a knockdown shooter. He has a mid-range game. He can post up smaller players on the post. He can hit you with a little fadeaway. He has an all-around game for a wing player that you need in Boston. Next on my list was going to be, actually it is, it's Blake Griffin. So, Blake Griffin, (laughs) my prediction was, well, I'll tell you before all the news that came out today. My prediction was that he was going to go to the Heat because he opted out. And the Heat, I think they had enough money to offer him max. And I'm like, oh my God, they can offer him a max. And then you get the news today saying that Chris Paul is going to the Rockets and the Clippers are trying to re-sign Blake Griffin, which I think is the dumbest decision, man. First off, I think it was dumb. I'm a Mavericks fan, and I thought it was dumb for us to try to go after DeAndre Jordan. Why are you going to pay max money to a guy because all he does is get rebounds and dunk? Like, he honest, that's all he does. Like... There is no post moves. It's not like, not like you're getting DeMarcus Cousins down there. You're getting a guy who literally just... You're getting, I guess, a more athletic Tristan Thompson. And I'm not paying max money for that. It's ridiculous. And I don't understand why you find value in that. The only big men that you need to, like, sign, in my opinion, are guys who can go out and be like, yo, like, I'm going to drop 25 and 12. Like, easy. Like, in the post, like, I'm not leaving above the paint. Like, (laughs) those are the guys I would sign. But, like, back to Blake Griffin. 
uh, I really don't agree with the Clippers getting him, but he is young. And I think the Clippers are going to re-sign him due to all the news that happened today. And uh, they did get some good picks. Yeah, it was actually a good trade. I think they got, uh, they got Lou Will, Sam Decker, and a top three protected pick. So I guess if they go, if they land in the top three or something like that, they get it. I don't know the rules, but either way, I think it was a good deal for both sides. People say, no, no, Chris Paul cheated. No, he didn't. Chris Paul such a gentleman in my opinion because some people probably me too i would have just left i would have been like ah doc rivers you declined my mellow trade because you love your son so much you didn't want to trade austin rivers so now we got stuck with whatever now we got stuck with him we could have had carmelo anthony the only need on the clippers at that time was a small forward and for some reason you wanted to keep a backup point guard who happens to have your last name. So if I'm Chris Paul, I'm like, man, sh- he don't want to listen to me. Sh- I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave without nothing. But he's a really, really nice guy. Like I said, the president of the NBA Players Association. He had a good head on his shoulders. He decided, hey, they wanted me. I love to hear. I enjoy my time here. But I'm going to help them out in the future and hope for the best. So he got. they got a trade. They did something. Something's better than nothing. Uh, third on my list would be predictions. Kyle Lowry. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's leaving. I just don't. I just don't think he's leaving, man. I think he's just gonna stay a Raptor. I don't. I don't see any suitors who really want him to him to pay that money. You know, Kyle Lowry's like not that young, right? Somebody claims he's 32. I heard somebody say he was 32. I'm not sure. I don't have my phone on me. But, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. He might be. He might be 32. So let's just say he's 30. You're really going to pay over four years. You're going to pay a guy about $100 million who, in my opinion, he's like five. He's 5'9". 5'11 in his shoes. So 5'11 in his shoes. Can't defend that well. He's a really good shooter. Really great offensive player. Suspect defensive player. And in the playoffs, you need defensive players. You're going to let that go. You're going, actually, that's a lot. You're going to pay that. You're going to pay that steep price for Kyle Lowry. I mean, if you do, you do. I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm just saying I wouldn't do it. I have no desire to keep Kyle Lowry on my team. The only team that really needs Kyle Lowry, in my opinion, is the Raptors. Um, <laughs> the Rosen without Lowry, I mean, he'll he'll ball out, but you can't. There's just something about shooting guards who can't shoot from three. There's just something about it that dislikes that I don't like at all, and that is what DeRozan is. And you kind of need that offset in the backcourt who can knock down shots because the backup, I believe, is Corey Joseph. And Corey Joseph can't shoot that well. He's a really good guard. Defends, can knock down a mid-range shot. If he's completely wide open, he'll maybe knock down a three. But I don't see Corey Joseph as my, oh, man, I got to keep him. No, he's definitely not that. Next on my list is uh, Paul Millsap. 
Paul Millsap, Hawks let him. I guess the Hawks are gonna let him walk because they don't want to give him max money, and they shouldn't. I think they're just they're they blew it all up. They're in rebuild mode. They traded away Dwight Howard. I mean, I would too, but <laughs> I'm just saying like they giving away they're giving away the pieces. I think they're just gonna rebuild. I think they realize that they're doing what I think every team should do. Like you know, you're not gonna win anytime soon, in my opinion. Due to like the uh, dominance of the Warriors and Cavaliers, you're not gonna win anytime soon. Just rebuild. So when the Warriors are gonna be around for a while, but when the Cavs get old or LeBron leaves, then you'll have the team that you want. Stop doing it now. Stop trying to win now. You're not going to win now. That's coming from a fan, not a person who is a GM whose job is to construct the team. To go win games. But that's how I feel. I feel like <laughs> if, the, if the Hawks, I'm getting rid of everybody who cost over like $10 million a year. I'm paying a bunch of other guys, some lower guys, man. But uh, back to the question of Paul Millsap, where he will go. I hear a lot about the Nuggets. I hear a lot of talk about how the Nuggets are a really good fit for him. Next to Jokic. Yes, the Joker or whatever name is. I like Jokic, really good. But yeah, I like um, I like that fit for him. Even though he's a, they like to run up and down the court in Denver. But I feel like he can give you a little presence in the post, cause the game's going more towards stretch fours, and he is a stretch four. But he can also bully you in the post, as we saw in the series against the Wizards. If a guy is just his size or a little bit smaller, he's gonna bully you in the post. Guy has some moves, knock down free throw shooter, so he's not afraid to contact of getting fouled. I mean, I like him. I guess Denver is a good choice. I have no other desire for him to go anywhere else. Uh, yeah. And last on my list is Iguodala, Andre Iguodala, the second coming of AI supposedly. Who did I see him going to? Um, they have like people like the Grizzlies were trying to talk to him, the Rockets before they got Chris Paul, I'm assuming. But uh I really don't I have no uh I have no idea where he will go. I kinda hope he does not go back to the Warriors, because then they'll have a very suspect bench and then it will be a little bit more parity, hopefully, in the league because Eagle is not there as your defender or a knockdown shooter, I guess from three. Well, he's not knocked down anyway, but you know what I'm saying? He's just the person who can be there, do his job. I don't see where he's going to go. I think he's going to sign back with the Warriors. Um, I hope he does not as a basketball fan, but uh, it is what it is. Um, these are just random names that I thought about the other day, and I think this is going to happen. What I really want to happen is... I want the Thunder to get better. I just love Westbrook, man. I love watching that guy play every night. Like if I had if I had League Pass, I'd watch the Thunder play every night. The Thunder and the Milwaukee Bucks, I'd watch those two teams play every night. But the Thunder, I really want them to get Rudy Gay and JJ Redick. Sounds weird. I know it's like, whoa, why would why would they get them? Well, Rudy Gay. He's not bad. Like, the guy can ball. <laughs> like, if you look at his numbers when he was with the Kings and healthy, 
he put up okay numbers. He put up okay numbers in Toronto. He put up great numbers when he was with Memphis. The guy can ball, and I don't think he's that old yet. And J.J. Redick, a knockdown shooter. Like, knockdown. Like, I think they got Anthony Morrow, who's a knockdown shooter. But Anthony Morrow's not as... I can't say this, but he's not as mobile as as J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick will actually run around some screens. He'll get open. I think he averaged like 14, 15 points this year. So, uh, he was a top 10 shooting guard this past season. At a very suspect position. Shooting guard. In the league, if you look at them, there's not a lot of great ones. It's a few good ones. J.J. Reddick's one of those good ones that I think they need. Now, I know they have Oladipo already, but hey. Okay, put J.J. getting a little old. Or put him in a smaller lineup. Oh, yeah, and get Roberson out of there. Please, get him out. There is no reason that you were playing <laughs> the three spot. He's shooting 53% from three. There is no reason why fans should be older than your free throw percentage. There is no, no, there's no excuse. None at all. And it just sucks that there's people like this in this world who get paid millions to miss free throws. I think right now I'll be a 65% free throw shooter. And that's with me not getting paid a single dime to play basketball. That's with me not playing organized basketball since about seventh grade. And I wasn't that good back then either. But I'm thinking I'm 65%. Like, give me give me 100 free throws. I'll knock down 65 of them. And he's knocking down 53 per 100. That's not good. <laughs> That's really bad. Really, really bad. All right, so um, I have nothing else to talk about. But we have questions. Questions from my friends, family. Anyone that supports me while I do this thing, break's almost over. So, let's see. The first question I have is from Matt Gunther. My man, Matty G, asked me two questions. The first one was, will Chris Paul be a rocket? Well, that's already been answered. He is going to be a rocket. But I don't think it'll be official till July 1st. So I'm still going to answer this question. Yes, he will be a rocket, but at first I said no. I said he was either going to stay and take the forty million, or he was going to be a spur. Those are my first two options. I really did not think he'll be a rocket. They were pushing hard. They were pushing hard. Oh, and since the Knicks might buy Melo out of his contract, since Melo will probably play at a lower price to go to Houston, did you think about that? I got a I saw a report on Twitter. And it was like, since the Knicks are going to buy him out, since uh, they can't acquire Paul George in a trade. My friend Miles said earlier, they traded all their assets away. So that was really, I didn't think about that. So thank you, Miles, for telling me that. But you can still get mellow and just sign him. He'll probably pay for like 4 or $5 million this year. He's already going to be getting like 20-something million in a buyout from the Knicks. So he'll probably, pay, he'll probably play for less this year. Now, next year is a little different story. So, Melo. Watch where Melo goes. After the Knicks buy him out, watch where Melo goes. You can say he's a free agent. He's not going. He's either going to three teams, in my opinion. He's going to the Sixers, the Cavs, or the Rockets. Stay tuned. (laughs) 
I would love to see him in a Mavericks jersey, but that's just me. Um, second question, Matty G has is: Is Tom Brady the best at, at his position at the age of forty? The answer is no. Like he's not the best quarterback. Like when you watch Brady play, he's a really, really, really good quarterback. He's really great. I'm not even gonna say good. He's really great. Greatest of all time that I've seen. But like him, like quarterback. When I look at greatest quarterback, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna throw you on the Jaguars and do something. Like make something out of nothing. Brady does it, but it's not like it's not like in a way where he's just pick, he's picking the defense down the field. It's more of a all right. So we got a oh. All right, so the DB's playing five yards off. We're going to run a quick bubble screen. All right, oh, they're playing off slant. Oh, drag right here. Oh, a slant. Like, it's not, it's like he's just nickel and dime in the defense. You never see him, like, pick it apart, like, going down the field from what I've seen. Now, I can be wrong. I'm not a big football analyst. I love football, but I'm not, I don't analyze the game like everybody else does. But I don't think Brady, he's not the best. i I'd put him behind two other players, in my opinion. I'd put him behind Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. Like, <laughs> there's no doubt about it in my mind. And I'm a Vikings fan. There is no doubt about it. And I, they see him every year. So I know I've watched enough Aaron Rodgers to see that he is the best quarterback in the league. Like, there is no doubt in my mind that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. And I don't think that Tom Brady as a quarterback is better than Drew Brees. I just don't. I love Drew Brees. Dude, six foot nothing. Slings the ball in that open offense in that dome. That guy is remarkable, man. I just I can't put Bree I can't put Brady as a quarterback. Like right now, as a pure quarterback, like if there are three quarterbacks I can choose, I'd pick him third behind Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. That's just me, and that is why I'm a flawed person. Jaquan, my man Jay Queasy. Shout out to the Bowling Bombers. He asked me, uh, what do the Grizzlies need to make the finals? He said besides Jesus. So he understands that it's not gonna be uh it's not gonna be a overnight thing. Um the first thing you need to do, my is re- reconstructure Michael Conley's contract. Like that 130 million is gonna kill you, and it's it is. All your players are getting old to an extent. You gotta reconstruct. You gotta reconstructure his contract to find a way to get other players to come, and you have to get rid of Char- Chandler Parsons. You have to trade him because that contract's humongous too. As a Mavericks fan, I know we dealt with Ch- Chandler Parsons. He was never on the court. He's always hurt. Good player when he's on, bad player. Once he got paid, like when he was the Rockets, dude was balling on that nine hundred thousand dollar a year check. Once he got paid millions, like once we gave him, I think we gave him close to the max or a max deal. He did nothing. Like Harrison Barnes on the max deal played really good this year, really good. Chandler Parsons on the other hand, horrible, horrible player. I'm so upset that. He's playing as bad as he is right now. And you got to trade him. I don't even know what you trade him for. Trade him for two buttons and a sticker. I don't know. Just get rid of him. Please. Um, 
let's see. Oh yeah, it's, oh yeah, to make the finals. I'm sorry, man. I didn't even answer your question. So uh, yeah, like I said, reconstruction Mike Conley's contract, trade Chandler Parsons, try to get younger. And I think you got, I think you're gonna have to just build through the draft, in my opinion. In my opinion, I think you might like. There's no chance of you winning now. Like you'll get the seventh, you'll get the sixth or seventh seed again. But the teams who are younger in the West are coming up. Like the Wolves, they're gonna be really good. They just got Jimmy Butler. Like they'll be really good this year. They might get that eighth seed. The Mavericks were still there. Mavericks got Dennis Smith. They might get that eighth seed. They might come up. And they're and they're pretty young. Dirk's old, but everybody else is for the most part. Like they're not ancient, you know. And the way Rick Kyle, Rick Carlisle coaches, like he doesn't need great players. Like he doesn't need Hall of Famers or All Stars to win. He just needs people who are willing to play in his system and play defense every night, night in, night out. And they're gonna win games. Like they tanked at the end of last season so they can get a better pick. But I think with like a month left. They were in the hunt for the eighth spot. They were in the hunt, but they stopped. <laughs> I think Cuban was like, okay, we have no chance. We're just going to tank now. But, I mean, it is what it is. So, I don't feel like if you want to make it anytime soon, it's not possible because the Warriors are still in the West. But I think you got to trade everything, like blow it all up. Like literally trade the house. Get rid of it, please. Last question is from Dez, my man Dez. You know, I played Dez and Madden one time a few years back. I didn't have fun. He's really good, and I'm not. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Uh, but let me get to his question. So, will basically he asks, will Kirk Cousins be the highest paid QB in the NFL? The question is, no, he will not be, he will not be, he won't be, he won't be, he will not be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Um, I'm really upset about it though. I'm really upset about the Redskins, the way they're handling this situation because a few years back, if y'all don't remember after cousins had that really good first season, they could have got him for like 16 million a year over five years so i'm not good at math but that's <laughs> that might not be over 100 million like it might not be it might be like in the 90s you could have got him a a tyrod taylor contract where it was like six years 70 something or you could have got him like five years 90 something or something like that but now you're stuck where like he's like well look at Derek Carr just got I broke all the Redskins records. I need to be getting. I need to be getting twenty five. I need to get at least twenty a year. That's what he's thinking. He's like, well, shoot, you got to give me something. And you keep giving them these guaranteed, fully guaranteed contracts by tagging them. And you should have just got them in the first place. And now you're stuck. But no, I don't think he will. I think they'll come to either agreement or they're just gonna let him walk, where you. Draft somebody this year, this upcoming year. It's a really good draft for quarterbacks this upcoming year. I think you guys draft somebody this year, and you might start them if you don't sign Cousins. But if you do sign Cousins, he will not get paid more than Andrew Luck or Derek Carr. He will not. I don't see it happening. I don't see him doing it. 
Do I think he's worth it? No. I don't think he's worth it. In my opinion, Kirk Cousins is just a competent quarterback. He's competent. He's really good. He does his job. They dumb down the offense, and he's good at it. He's doing, I guess, the 2.0 version of Alex Smith. He's booting it up. Like, he's doing a little bit more than Alex Smith. But he just didn't chuck down as much. But I just feel like I don't. He's not. He's not max money. He is not max money. There's no reason to give him max. Um, nothing else to talk about. That's my show for today. And uh, tune in. I appreciate anybody who listened for these whole 32 minutes that I'm at right now. Almost at 33. If you listen to this, I'm so grateful that you are listening. Um, I have to get back to work. But thank you for the listen. And God bless. And next episode, I shall return. Hopefully with a guest. Um, Maybe later today, I have my friend Jones come on. But that's only if we can find a good time to talk. But uh, yeah, if you want to be on the show, just literally hit me up. Like, literally, like, text me or hit me on Facebook or Twitter and be like, yo, like, I want to be on the show. Then I can just call you. We can just, I can put you on speaker and then you'll be on the show. We can record it through my laptop. So, anything else? No, that's it. Like, I would love to have you guys on here. So, or a woman. Actually, no, no woman, no woman, no woman. Just my girl. Just my woman. Just my woman. So, I would love to have you guys on here or you woman hey girl other than that no that's it um it's been a good episode of tyler and friends um look forward to getting feedback and i will make another episode as soon as i don't know all right y'all bye deuce